On today's show, why is Jalen Brunson likely signing with the New York Knicks? And where did it go wrong for the Dallas Mavericks? Talk about all that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Lentic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. believe you shouldn't be here and welcome you are locked on to the dallas mavericks my name is nick engstead media member and nba channel manager for the locked on podcast network thanks for making locked on maps your first listen every day we are free and available on all platforms including youtube but the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything about Jalen Brunson below. <laughs> Lockdown Mavs is partnering with Arcade 1UP to give away three NBA Jam Shack machines for free. That's right, three of them. These are the guys known for making incredible retro three-quarter scale at-home arcade games like Pac-Man, Golden Tee, and more. Enter to win on Arcade1UP.com slash Lockdown. Free to enter. <clears throat> Arcade1UP.com slash Lockdown. We'll tell you more about it later in the show. All right. Joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, and contributor at Mavs.com, the Brunson Burnt Out Boy, the One More Thing King. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Yeah, I just want to say congratulations to the New York, <clears throat> New York Knicks. Um, you finally, you know, got a, a free agent. They finally it took, did it. Took them a while. Yeah. <laughs> took them a while. Took them a while. You know, you it took you hiring the free agent's dad. It took you hiring um, the free agent's second dad of being. <laughs> Uh, to be your GM, uh, your GM's light son. years ahead. <laughs> no, I mean I'm I'm obviously very bitter. <laughs> I hate this. This is so frustrating. <laughs> I was actually at I was at Dick's Sporting Goods the other day. I hadn't been in a Dick's Sporting Goods in a very long time, and I had some time to kill. I was getting something for my son, and I walked over and they had this Mavs section, and they had this like retro green and white Brunson like player tee. And I'm like, man, I haven't bought a player tee in a while. I literally was carried it, it around it like the 85 store. 85% off. <laughs> it wasn't. I carried it around the store and I almost bought it. Ooh. And, and I literally just took it back and I said, what if he doesn't stay? Was Nico Harrison's <laughs> comment about we're confident. We're confident that he'll resign. Was that just ringing through your head the whole time? And you're like confident. What does that mean? Optimistic. What does he mean by that? Uh, no, it was after the draft. So, um, like I said on yesterday's pod, the draft night was the first night that I got really worried based off some conversations. Mm. So I didn't buy it at Dick's. So <laughs> I left it on the rack. It's Brunson, probably on sale if you're now. listening, there's still time. And guys like Isaac, are, their days are being affected by your decision. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. We're going to talk about Jalen Brunson. He is likely to go to the New York Knicks by reporting from Tim McMahon, Adrian Wojnarowski, Chris Haynes, Tim McMahon, uh, Tim Cato, Mark Stein, like literally everybody we trust about Mavs stuff. And so we're Shout on to Jake Fisher. Jake Just Fisher said before anybody he was leaning towards it and talked about a bunch of different things he was hearing. So we will talk about all that. Talk about why Jalen Brunson is making this decision, what it means for the Mavs, where it went wrong for the Mavericks, because there's a couple places where the Mavericks screwed this up. Yeah, they did. They really they really screwed this up in a bunch of different ways. And some of them in ways that they didn't even anticipate or expect that ended up being a good thing for the Mavericks team, but a bad thing for them going forward and re-signing Brunson. So let's just start with the news here. Uh, according to McMahon, at this point, it's widely expected that Jalen Brunson will go to the Knicks on a four-year deal in excess of $100 million. That was the first one that came out. 
Um, and the Knicks didn't even the Knicks at that point didn't even have the cap space to do that. And so they're trying to figure this out. And another deal had to be made. And Tim Cato, you know, said, I'll add to this. The Mavericks had to believe for at least the past couple of weeks that Brunson would sign with the Knicks. And then it came out that um that the Mavericks, according to Chris Haynes, are gonna sign Jalen Brunson in the vicinity of a hundred or four years, $110 million. Actually, that was from McMahon. The Knicks. Uh, that, that Brunson was going to sign with the Knicks for four years, $110 million. So like it even, it even went higher and it's not even like the final number. Maybe they, the Knicks finally cleared what they needed to with the Detroit Pistons. They sent um, Alec Burks and Nerlens Noel guys that we thought the Mavericks could get in a, in a sign sign and trade. If the Knicks wanted to play ball with the Mavericks and do it that way. Uh, but that didn't happen. Now those two guys are going to the Detroit Pistons for two second round picks they just sent those guys straight up into their cap space, and so that's the that's what they had to pay for that. They cleared up the amount of cap space, so that now the Knicks don't even have to do a sign and trade with the Mavericks. There's no reason for them to do it now, and so the Mavericks are gonna, probably going to lose Jalen Brunson for nothing. And the Mavericks, according to Tim McMahon, uh, were going to offer Jalen Brunson a four a five year like 110 like 110 million dollar contract, the same amount of money, different amount of years, and they kept bringing up this this. Uh, this point that they were going to give him a deal that's that's comparable to what Fred Van Vliet got, and so that's sort of that was sort of their spot where they're like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna stop here. Like we had there was a limit to how much we could spend or how much we wanted to spend on Jalen Brunson, and that was probably about that deal that Fred Van Vliet got. They looked around the league and said, okay, we think that's a comparable player. That's what he got, and that's where we're gonna stop. The Knicks decided, hey, just screw it. We're <laughs> just gonna go all the way. They could go all the way up to a thirty million dollar a year contract for him. Like it's getting close to it right now. People keep saying in the vicinity or in excess of or blah, blah, blah. And so now here we are. It seems like the Mavericks knew that this was going to happen for a couple of weeks. Um, the Knicks had to make a bunch of moves to make this happen, jump through a bunch of hoops. They gave away their 2000, you know, they gave away their pick this year. They gave away basically the, the right to get Jalen Duran or one of these other guys for, you know, to get off of Kemba Walker. They gave away a couple second round picks to get off of, um, Burks and, and Nerlens Noel, and they lost those two guys in a trade. And now they're going to sign Jalen Brunson. They have some picks to do another move. People think they're still going to do another move and that they have another move up their sleeve. So we'll see on that. But they did a lot. They did a lot to get Jalen yeah. Brunson, and now the Mavericks are going to lose Jalen Brunson for nothing. <laughs> thanks for <laughs> thanks for That's that. what I got for you. Great. <laughs> you know, we still don't know the number or the number. You know, for, of the contract, and you know, so many. You know, last night, I say last night because expecting you to list this on a Wednesday. You know, Tuesday night's basically Brunson night of everybody's reporting on it. You know, Stein, McMahon, Woj is tweeting about it. Chris Haynes is tweeting about it. There's numbers being thrown out. Woj is saying they're clear, they're clearing up up to $30 million now. So then some Mavs fans are running with that saying, oh my gosh, well, $30 million for Brunson. Ben McMahon's talking about the, hey, this was the point. This was the the point the Mavs would go up to the 22 per year at 110 over five years. Chris Haynes talking about the one, you know, 110 over four from the Knicks. So if you look at the lump sum of money, if it's around 110, it looks like Dallas and New York were around the same total amount of money around that 110 mark. It obviously changes when it comes to how much per year, 22 per year for Dallas, 28 per year from, from the Knicks. If Big that's difference. what the, yeah, if that's what the number ends up at. So I don't know how much, you know, you can look into that and say, all right, it was a money factor. It wasn't a money factor. There's, you know, hey, there's what if he exceeds that contract? What if he's killing it? Then he's going to be under contract for that fifth year at 22 instead of 20. However you want to see that, it doesn't 
seem like right now that it's like, hey, the Knicks came in and they offered 33 a year and Dallas's offer was like 24. You know, it wasn't some, it doesn't seem like something like that. It just sucks. It, it sucks all around that this is where this is where this says ended, because once the season ended, everything you heard from reporting to anybody mm-hmm. you talked to was like, boo, Brunson's going to be back. Dallas got this in the bag. And over the past weeks, month, that has changed. Obviously, it's drastically changed. So my, my question for you, I'll, I'll throw a question out, out at you. Where do you think the Mavs, where did the Mavs burn their bridge? Did they burn their bridge at the beginning of the season in which they didn't offer a contract extension? JB would have probably taken the extension at that point before the season started. Did they burn their bridge there? Or did they burn their bridge in the middle of the season when it was reported that, hey, Brunson from Rick Brunson, the the McMahon piece that, you know, if they would have brought us the extension in January, we would have taken that. However you want to feel about that. Was it burned there? Was it burned there? I, but Stein reported that too, right? It wasn't just a... I, 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 so if, to answer your question, I'm going to say before the season because it was reported that, Brun, that Dallas could have signed Brunson to a four-year extension before the season by Stein. And then there's the other report that, you know, the Rick Brunson, Tim McMahon story that, oh, hey, that we would have we taken it in January. That one I'm skeptical of. And I feel like that was just more of like, hey... The Mavs didn't offer this, and so that's it's all it's all sources so, and, and rumors and who knows at that point. But I think I think what happened is they didn't offer it before the season. They should have, and now they're paying for it big time. The Mavs gambled, and they gambled. They're like, hey, we want to keep the yeah, we want to keep the options open. We're not gonna give the extension. They he just came off the Clippers series where he got played off the floor, and it's like let's just kind of like prove it a little bit. He starts the season off, he does really well. And then, bam, it, the extension doesn't happen in January. And in the reporting that they were trying to keep their options open for the trade deadline, yeah. too. So there's trade talks and no extension still. Trade deadline passes. And then, bam, guess who's not taking the extension? <laughs> Jalen Brunson. Or did they burn the bridge this offseason somehow with the money not going up to $30 million, however you want? Where, did the bri- where was the bridge burned? for Dallas and Brunson. We'll talk about that and more coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Sakara. Feeling your best starts with what you eat. Sakara helps you live a healthy, balanced lifestyle and truly enjoy it with delicious, plant-rich, transformational nutrition that builds a foundation for living your best body. Now, it's time to seek wellness, joy, and abundance in all areas of your life. Go to Sakara and uh, see everything available for them. They're a wellness company anchored in food as medicine to nourish uh, your body through the power of plants. They have all kinds of different stuff for you. They have meal plans. They have snacks that you can buy. If you need to, to change up your snacks, go ahead and head to Sakara right now. They have stuff that you can buy as a one-time deal. You can buy stuff as a subscription. Check out all of it. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when you go to sakara.com slash lockdown20, the number two and zero, to enter lockdown20 at checkout. That's sakara.com slash lockdown20 to get 20% off your first order. S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash lockdown20. Get 20% off your first order. Check it out. Sakara.com slash lockdown20. All right, Isaac Harris, we're talking all day about Jalen Brunson. That's the big story in the NBA, across the entire NBA. It's the only thing anybody's really talking about right now. And where did the Mavs burn their bridge? Because we, we went through all the reporting, what happened, and the Mavericks 
hit a point where they weren't going to offer anymore. They said, hey, we kind of have a kill a kill spot at this point. Like, a, we're just going to kill the deal at, at a certain number. The Knicks were like, we don't have a number. We're going to clear up as much space as we can and get to a certain point. Uh, but the Mavericks, it seems, and there's some reporting, that the Mavericks had a chance to sign Jalen Brunson to what some are saying, a you know four-year, $55 million extension, which seems insane. insane. The Dorian extension. It, yeah. Insane now. The same one the Dorian got, which would have been incredible. And so you talked about a couple of things, and I said the Mavericks gambled in two ways. They gambled because they didn't think Brunson was worth it before the season. They just got done with that playoff, that playoff series against the Clippers where Brunson didn't play well. He admitted it. We sat oh, no. in front of him at media day. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't see where you're going with it. You weren't ready. That's incredible. You weren't ready. I was not ready you weren't for ready for it. Is that, is that the last time I can bring it up? Like literally the last time. <laughs> um, but he admitted it. He admitted that he didn't play well in that playoff series, and that he had to be better. That he had to, and he had to be better. And he came into the season. He was better. He got better throughout the season, and he had a dang good playoff run, especially yeah. against the Utah Jazz. And so the Mavericks gambled, saying, "Hey, we don't think you're worth this deal." And then they gambled at the trade deadline saying, hey, I think we can find a a trade for him because what is everybody saying? Everybody's saying there's not enough talent around Luka. There's not enough talent around Luka. Go get a star. Go get a star. Go get a star. Well, they tried to go get a star with using Jalen Brunson at a small contract that could have been easily thrown into a deal. They couldn't find a deal for him. Then they're like, hey, we'll just give you this contract now. Brunson's like, I don't know. I'm playing pretty well right now. And you guys just traded away. Kristaps Porzingis, and so now I'm going to have a much bigger role in the offense. I can, I think I can play my cards right here, bet on myself, and he decided to bet on himself then and go through this this playoffs, and it'll work out for me. Yeah, I think I think it was I think it was burned there. I think it was the middle of the season, and I think I just think it's this like culmination of you didn't. You know, we went over it the other day as far as what's the Knicks pitch to him. And the Knicks pitch, if I was the Knicks, I would be saying, hey, they didn't believe in you before the season. Like, they didn't give you an extension then. It was just four for 55. They didn't even give it to you before the trade deadline. And they shopped your name around hard because we know they called us. Like, you know, if it, if that's the type of stuff that, and then bam, right after the deadline, okay, we couldn't get that. Now you're saying, hey, can you take that four for 55 now? And he obviously didn't take it. He bet it on himself, and then bam! It, it's part of the gambling. It's part of the business, and they had to feel so confident in that that they were going to bring him back. And now, now they're in a spot to where they're going to lose him for absolutely nothing. Yep, <laughs> it's just where they are right now. And they gambled. They gambled twice. They gambled before the season. They gambled at the trade deadline. They failed in both spots. The gamble should, should they should they go up to a certain number though, like. I've seen should that. They just t- go for it. Should too. they just go for it today? Yeah. Should they go for it? Should they call him, call him up and say, "Hey, we'll go. We'll we'll, we'll up our offer. We'll go hey, above one ten. Is that the right question, or is the question does it matter? I don't know because we don't know. Let's rank them. Let's do it. What rank in this order? Why is Jalen Brunson leaving New York? Yeah. With role, money, and family. How would you rank those? Role, money, and family for Jalen Brunson. Reasons why he's leaving. Well, the Knicks have all those. <laughs> they mark all those off, right? Like the role he's he's gonna get. He's at least being told the pitch, according to Chris Mannix, the pitch, the pitch that the Knicks made to him already. Somehow, do we want to talk about tampering? Do we want to talk about it? 
It, is, that, they're just, is that something we want to do in 2022, year of our coach. Lord? Do we want to talk about tampering? They're just talking to an assistant. <sighs> um, the pitch that was made to him is that you can be a focal point of our offense. We got R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle that are a little bit better as finishers that can create for themselves a little bit, but we need a guy to set him up, set up the offense, a guy to, to, to basically dribble down the court and not get, you know. We need another be, lefty. Be fuddled. And so that role is going to be better for him, at least in his opinion there. Whether you talk about whether the basketball fit is good for him or not, the role specifically is better in New York, especially for a guy that has been a champion in college multiple times, in high school, has been the number one guy on his team, has been the go-to. Uh, he was coming off the bench for the Mavericks to start the year this past year. Like he, he, like As soon as he got into that big role, he started averaging 20 points a game. The Mavericks started winning games. The Mavericks went to the Western Conference Finals. So like in his mind, yeah. it's like, hey, it's me. Everywhere I've gone, I've won, and I've won games. It's me. I can bring that culture. I can bring that change. I can bring the best basketball out of this team because I just did it on the Mavericks. I did it at Villanova. I did it in high school. I'll do it again, right? Like, I kind of get where he's coming from on that point. Now, I don't agree that I don't don't agree he has a better chance to win in New York than he does than he does in Dallas. But then that's why I didn't put winning on that list. Right, right. So I think roles probably number one. The money. The money probably matters a lot because it is it is a different amount of money. He's getting a lot more, and we talk about you know yesterday we talked about Gary Payton the second. Well, he's only made like two million dollars in his career, so the the Mavs offering him like six million dollars a year compared to whatever the the Warriors are going to offer him is a big deal because that's you know triple what he's made in his career. Well, Jalen Brunson has not made very much either because he was a second round pick, and now all of a sudden he can make this. The difference between like six million dollars a year or eight million dollars a year, whatever it ends up being. Is a, is a huge deal. And so, hey, go for the – he's getting more money in New York at this point if all the reporting is correct. So I think that's probably well, number two. And then family is just like a bonus at that point. More money potentially because it's still 110. It's just that Knicks deal will end sooner to where he could sign a newer, newer deal. Because 110 is 110 either way. It's just – the, the potential of the Knicks one being able to I mean, to he, he signs a vet minimum. He's he's making more money with the Knicks. Like He signs a vet minimum in that fifth <laughs> year. Like He already makes more money on the Knicks. So, plus, you know, he makes more money earlier and all that. Uh, do we want to talk about the state taxes? <laughs> that seems to be a big oh, topic God, of no. conversation now. <laughs> um, I, I agree with you. I think it's role, family, and then money. I, yeah. I think it's the role, getting the keys to Gotham, you know, all of that. Like, I think it's there's something <laughs> challenging Gotham a place about people want to live. Like, have you seen what happens in Gotham? L- listen, I think the Knicks, <laughs> they're Arkham. Um, but there's an insane I, asylum there. <laughs> um, but I and then the relationship. I just think it's like almost. Uh, let me ask you this: Does does this happen if the KP trade doesn't happen? Cool. There is now like this interconnectivity between the Mavericks and Knicks that we just can't between two different no, no, no. between two this different KP regimes trade. at each. This recent KP trade to Washington, does this happen? Because that trade opened up for Brunson to be legit number two. Yeah. KP's out. The system is focused on Luka with Brunson as a secondary ball handler. Does Brunson have his, like, the crazy playoff stuff? Are they trying to force feed KP in the playoffs when Luka's hurt? Like, does he get this amount of money? How, like, doing, does it we're happen? We're doing the what if early. There's so many what ifs to this. <laughs> I mean, there's a million questions of how much does any of this is any of this about how much Mark wants to save luxury tax wise? Like, 
That that's matters gonna be a, because that's that be, be, besides like thinking about Jalen Brunson's contract long term and saying, hey, I don't think that long term we can't build a winner if if this guy is making thirty million dollars. That's the only thing standing in their way of giving him that money. Yeah, is the luxury tax it, stuff. Yeah, luxury tax, and if how just like down to it, like is Brunson worth thirty something million dollars? Like. That's the thing. I I said yesterday that I would go up to thirty if I if it was me. And sure. I, I saw you know a lot of people in the comments that call me stupid, but I was saying that in the sense of the asset of is Brunson on paper worth thirty million dollars? No, but to lose the asset for nothing that is that worth that thirty hurts. million dollars? Yeah, I know that 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 hurts. And my other like non, we're, we'll focus on in this third segment of like what's next for the Mavs and some other things. But one of the bigger questions I have right now is how does Luca feel? Like, how does this, how does Luca feel of, we know how, you know, the relationship, all this stuff. There was a Chris Haynes quote, quote going around about, you know, Brunson, some whatever, but their relationship, how does Luca feel about team building stuff? Is he seeing this as a, oh, why didn't we just go to a certain number to get JB back? You know, we're just going to lose him for nothing. Does he view that this team is taking a step back? He would never say that, but like, I just, I'm really fascinated to see how Luca feels. He might not even care because he's just, hey, I'm just going to play for Slovenia right now and have fun because he seems like he's having a blast. We'll talk about what Luca feels and all that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. It's the best place to put down some money on sports. Check out the odds and lines and spreads and everything in sports. Luka Doncic still plus 425 to win the MVP next year. He's still number one. Embiid plus 650, number two. Let me, where's Jalen Brunson on this list? Search the page. Brunson. Go to that scroll bar. Brunson. And then. Okay, nothing's searching on the page. DeJounte Murray, actually, he's rumored to go to the Knicks. He's plus 10,000. Whoa. Uh, Russell Westbrook is plus 15,000. All right, I'm done. <laughs> I went too far down. Scroll, 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 scroll. You can check it all out on Bet Online. They have more things, too. They have baseball. They have uh, boxing. They have w, uh, WNBA. They have soccer. They have all kinds of stuff. They have FIBA odds. You can check it all out at Bet Online. It's Bet Online where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harris, we've been talking about Jalen Brunson. He's likely going to the Knicks. We've talked about the reasons why he's leaving. We ranked him. And now, what does it mean for the for the Dallas Mavericks? What, is, what does Luka Doncic think about this move? What does he think about what's about to happen? He's probably bummed. He's probably really bummed about this because this was a guy that had been there since he got drafted. I don't know if they – it didn't seem like they were close or friends, but they were at least friendly where Brunson would, like, poke fun at him in the media and stuff, which – that usually shows a level of like familiarity yeah. and stuff. There was some chemistry there. He played well with him. He carried the team when Luca was out, which was great. And now he's gone. He's got to be frustrated with it. Now, who does he take that frustration out on, right? Does he blame Mark Cuban for not paying the money? Does he look at the Bobby Marks tweet, whether he sees it or not? Um, signing Jalen Brunson to a $30 million contract would have cost the Mavericks a total of $130 million in salary and tax. In one season for Jalen Brunson. That's how much it would have cost the Mavericks. $130 million for one season for Jalen Brunson. Does he and fans are saying I, we don't care because it's not our money. Agreed. We said that. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Go ahead and do it, right? I, I'm seeing people say, well, the Warriors spend. The Warriors spend and look, look what they done. They went and won. Um, but is it worth it at that point? $130 million. Like as a business person, at a certain point, you're like, that just doesn't make sense. And so does yeah. Luca blame Mark Cuban for that? Does he blame Nico Harrison for and the front office for messing up and taking the gamble twice 
on Jalen Brunson's extension? What does he blame it on? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know. And I think it goes down to the question also. I mean, you know he's probably happy for JB. You know they're going to text sure, about yeah. it. You know, And it's just like I fired off a tweet, you know, tonight saying that, you know, we can, for me, I'm I'm bummed that I'm not I don't get to see JB in a Mavs you know, jersey and they don't get to continue that. But personally, I'm excited for him that get that bag, bro. Like get the get the bag. I know you're not on that. I hope he succeeds. Nah, he's, dead, like, he's dead to me. Get out of here. <laughs> you know, I, I think it, I, I just I really like him as a person. You know, we had him uh on the pod at Media Day. <laughs> you you can see that. that on on YouTube, by the way. You can go watch that. Um but does Luca feel, and this is a question I have for you, if they sign Dragic and you do Christian Wood, Tim Hardaway, and, and Dragic, you're adding them to this team, are they still better than last year? And Jaden Hardy. Do not forget Jaden Hardy. You okay, keep forgetting Jaden Hardy, who was introduced Sorry. to the media on Tuesday, by the way. Well, I wanted to add Kai Soto, but you didn't want to add Kai Soto. So, hold on, are hold they on. Still, I need to go hide. I need to hide. <laughs> are they still better? Because that's what I... That, no, and I seen that. I seen that question thrown out there on uh, you know f- for some Mavs fans are like, hey, well we're still better, even though we lost Brunson, we're still adding Christian Wood, Tim, possibly Dragic. We're still better than last year without Brunson. I'm not there yet. That's putting a lot in Christian Wood right now. Could they could they have more regular season wins? Sure. Like, does the defense roll over from what they had at the end of the season? Adding Spencer Dinwiddie, like they didn't have Spencer Dinwiddie at the first half of the year. Remember, they were sixteen and eighteen to start last year. Could they end up with more wins in the regular season? Sure, I could believe that that they'll end up with more wins, maybe be higher in the standings, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah." But do I think they're going to have like the same offense and defensive rating? Do I think they'll still have the same kind of ceiling? I don't think so. Like I don't think they have the same kind of ceiling because. What's more valuable in the NBA right now? Shooting, rim rolling, or ball handling and shot creating, right? Like it's so hard to find yeah. shot creators like that. And that's the reason why the Knicks were willing to go to this level because Brunson, one of the things that's really funny to me, I've been I've been just consuming, consuming Knicks Reddit. I've just been all over New York Knicks Reddit and their fans just trying to figure rent out. Rent free, bro. Just trying rent to free. They are rent free right now. I want to see with how they how they feel about this. And there seem to be split. I asked Locked On Knicks guys, and they say Knicks fans are split on this, on whether they're either excited about Brunson, think he's too hyped up, too overpaid. But one of the things I keep seeing is, man, his field goal percentage. Brunson's field goal percentage is so great. Like, he just so efficient. He's going to come in and be so efficient. Because look at some of their scores. Like, Julius Randle was efficient last year, was not this, you know, was not this season. Uh, R.J. Barrett shot 40% from the field last season. Emmanuel quickly under 40% from the field. Like they have some, like their their top scorers are just these volume guys that aren't efficient. Brunson's going to come in and be efficient, and that's what he did for the Mavericks. He was just really efficient. He's really good at scoring from two. There's just some really good things that he brings to the table that the Mavericks aren't going to have anymore. They don't replace that with Christian Wood. They don't replace that with Tim Hardaway Jr. or with Dragic even. And so I think their ceiling is lower, but you know could. Could they get more regular season wins? Sure. Yeah, I just I, I think the I think it's you know, some some people are just naturally looking at, hey, Christian Wood averaged twenty one a game last year, insert that, and now we're even. And it's like it doesn't really work like that, you know, completely. I, I just think well, we're underestimating sixteen, so it's a step well, up. <laughs> just the uh, just the we saw how much this team changed when they added a third ball handler. And to have three of those guys that that can create, put the ball on the floor, do their own thing, 
And now you're kind of switching. You're taking that the other starter in that. You know, I think Dinwiddie would start. You think Tim would start. And but either way, if they sign Dragic, that's asking a lot of Dragic at what thirty seven to play what Dinwiddie did last year for the most part. If we think Dinwiddie can play the exact role that Brunson did, and then asking Dragic to play the same role that Dinwiddie did for a whole season, not just the playoff series, that's a lot. And and I think Dragic will be great in Dallas and, and a great addition to the bench. But I think it's kind of unfair to ask a 37-year-old Dragic to, you know, give us 25, you know, 30 minutes a night and give us, you know, what Dinwiddie did last year. He'll be great depending on what what your expectation of him is, right? Because if you come, if you expect him to be like an all-star level, he's not going to be that. But um, no, but I think and they- obviously Christian Wood's an upgrade from what you know from Dwight and at the center spot. I just I don't have a firm opinion either way. That's how I'm feeling. Like I'm not sitting there right now saying they're going to be better. Even if Brunson leaves, they're still going to be better. I'm not confident in that. But I'm also not sitting there saying they're just going to fall plummet in the standings. We'll be lucky to be a playing team. I'm not saying that either. I just I. I got to see what else they do this all season before I have a firm opinion on it. Well, because we thought after the Christian Wood trade, we said, oh, man, they had Christian Wood and Tim Hardaway Jr. to the team that, and possibly Dragic to the team that just went to the Western Conference Finals, like that same roster. You take a step forward. We thought that was like yeah. one step forward. Or we talked about it in baseball terms. It was a double. And so now if you take Brunson, is that taking two bases? Does that take your double away and turn it in like into a walk? Like, are you the same? Did you take a, a little bit of a step forward? Um, so they either, they either have taken like a slight step forward because of, of Christian Wood and Tim Hardaway Jr. being back added to this team and then Brunson leaving. Like, I don't know. I think it probably just overall in the aggregate evens out and we'll see. Well, yeah, we'll see how it, and we just got to see what else. What's the next step for Dallas? And there's like, still moves I, made. The, the Tim Cato report was one of the more fascinating ones of, hey, they've known for weeks. And it's like, wow. Okay. If they've known for weeks, you know, and all of that, I don't care about no presser. You know, some people are throwing out Nico's presser and like, yeah, just Brent. like, dude, that's just what he's going to say. What what else he's going to freaking say? Nico like, lied. That's part of it. I also don't think that the Mavericks lost out on. You know, get a seat at the table. Also, don't think the Mavericks lost out on Brunson because they signed Dwight in 2019 to a deal that gives him 11 million dollars. Okay, that's like a straw man. Sorry, <laughs> um, I just don't think that, but. What's their next step in do we see them swing for something bigger? Like, do they go out and really try to swing for, hey, we lost a ball handler in, in Brunson. We got to go get another guy. Do they, we threw out some names, but do they enter the Brogdon sweepstakes? Do, sweepstakes, that shouldn't say that word, but the, the Brogdon conversations. Do they call? No, I can't say it. Okay. I can't say it. Um, oh my do they, gosh. I didn't think you were going to go there. This almost went, this almost got really dark. What's I'm dark? Saying, what's darker? What you were about to say, or that I still have Nick's sign and trade options in my, on my notes here that I forgot to delete. Shout out to <laughs> I saw a few Mavs fans throwing out like, "Hey, dude, we're gonna get reddish Nerlens and a first in a sign and trade." <laughs> Our first back, the Mavs what? first back. <laughs> like New York doesn't have to do this at all, <sighs> and uh, now they're just gonna get him for free. But are there some other names out there that Dallas calls and they they do a pivot? Hey, friends, you know, flashback here, pivot. Do they pivot and try to get another ball handler in here? Do they do now? Do do they try to ship Tim or Dwight some of these contracts out and say we have to go get another a third point guard somehow? I, I don't know. I, I don't know how much this opens it up. Do they honestly just roll it back and say, hey, this doesn't change much. We'll just push up Dinwiddie, bring in Dragic in that role. Hardy, let's have a fun season. Team's big and- now, by the way. 
Jalen Brunson was like their only guy that was six one to six four. Like everybody's six five and above now. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a conversation we can have. You know, I don't know in a few days of like, hey, what is there any positive from it? I think we got to see what how the rest of the roster shapes out. But that is one. I was thinking about that today of like that he was a defensive thing that t- teams would target. And so now it's like, okay, theoretically we have a bigger lineup. So now they, now they can target Tim. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying, I'm not, I'm not trying to put like a bow on this at all. This is, this wasn't good for Dallas in my opinion. Like I, I know some Mavs fans have turned on Brunson super quick. No. I know some Mavs fans are trying to like, Hey, he wasn't worth that money. So good wins. We'll be fine in the long term. I'm not on any of that. The Mavs, they, they messed it up with the extension. They gambled on the extension and it didn't work out in their favor. And now we're losing our second, our clearly defined second best player from a conference finals team. He's leaving for nothing. And that, and that sucks. There's no other, there's no other way around that. It, it sucks. And I, I, I hate it. Christian Wood just said, that's Christian Wood's music. I just heard him say that in the background. Is he the second best player on the team now? Oh, for sure. All right. So. We'll see what plays out <laughs> over the next few days. <laughs> if I'm going to be sad, I'm going to do it with pizzazz. All right, guys. I'm we- excited, though. It, in in the content realm, <laughs> it at least it, no, it does add. No, a- don't play that game. No, I'm sad in the content realm. <laughs> I am super sad, but in the content speculation, rumors, and all of that, like now, like Dallas could swing for anything now, and I wouldn't be shocked. I'd be like, holy crap, they really just traded for this guy? Um, because it, I wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me if Mark Cuban did that. We'll see. We'll have it all for you five days a week. We'll continue to do that, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Boom. <laughs>